Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could join us today. We're going to be talking about a subject that is near and dear to so many of our hearts, and that's clean, safe drinking water for ourselves, for our families, especially for those children in our lives who are very vulnerable, um, even more vulnerable than adults, uh, to contaminated water. And today our guest is Faber Duar. He's the CEO of a company I truly respect. It's called Drink Up, and you can check out their website at www.drinkupwater.com. And he's going to be talking with us today about how his company is addressing this issue of clean, pure, safe drinking water. And I'm thrilled to have him on the show. He's been on before, but it's been a long time. So welcome back to Go Green Radio, Faber. I'm so glad that you could join us. I'm so happy to be here talking with you again, Jill. Well, I'd like to start by talking about the problem that DrinkUp is working to solve. Talk to us about the problem with the current state of our nation's tap water. Yeah, well, <clears throat> the tap water infrastructure in the country, um, in most, you know, most municipal areas, was put in place in 1920s. So it's a very old system, <clears throat> and ironically, a lot of the pipes are made of lead, uh, which, as we know, is 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 poisonous. And uh, um, but but the, but it's an old system. The infrastructure is very old, and it would take a, a trillions of dollars to actually fix it. So. People have, people are aware that the water in their in their taps is 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 just not worth drinking. Although the municipalities tell us it is, in actual fact, if you were to go on, there's a wonderful site I'm sure you're aware of. It's called the Environmental Working Group, which is ewg.org, and they've dedicated a whole bunch of information to the public. They're a, a non-profit organization dedicated to protecting human health and the environment. That's ewg.org. And they've got a whole list of interesting uh, facts and figures on water. And the, the water that we have in our taps right now, what, what the municipalities have to do to make it non-threatening to us is they, they started in the, in the 1940s to put chlorine in it. Now, chlorine, everyone, when they pour a glass of water out of a tap, they smell the chlorine because what happens is it turns to gas, it gases off, and that's the smell. Well, the chlorine is put in the water to kill a lot of the pathogens and parasites and biologicals that are in the pipe systems. And if they didn't have that chlorine in there, we would all be getting typhus and, and cholera and all these diseases and stuff. But what, what we need to know is that chlorine is also, it was used in the First World War to kill soldiers. It's a poison. And so even today what they've done is some of the pathogens have become, have become uh, immune to the, to the chlorine, and they've actually created something even stronger called chloramine. So what, what the chlorine and chloramine do in your water is in the pipes, they react with biological, um, biological uh, uh, pieces of, of whatever's in the pipe, and they produce what's called THMs, which are trihalomethanes. Now, these are carcinogenic, and 
So the reaction between the chlorine and the chloramine with the biologics in the, in the, in the water system create THMs. And so we're, we're drinking essentially, if you are drinking tap water, uh, unfiltered, you're, you're drinking a pretty toxic brew. I mean, it's not going to kill you in, in, the, you know, in the short run, but if you're constantly drinking tap water, it's, it's, it's going to affect you, there's no doubt. So, well, and oh, go right ahead. Go right ahead. No, no. So, so the environmental working group they they they, they did a test of um, the nation's tap water, and, and it was a really extensive test. And they found that there are 260 chemicals aside from the the the, the chlorine and chloramine. I'm talking about this is a different issue. They found chemicals in our tap water, and so throughout the nation they found 260 chemicals, and 141 of these chemicals were were unregulated, which, mean, which means basically the EPA doesn't even know to what amounts these are permissible before they have a drastic effect on our health. So 141 of them, they haven't really researched. And the others are the 119 regulated chemicals that they do know about, things like fertilizers, pesticides like DDT, benzene, all of the things which they, they've researched and they know that that there are certain limits that the water can't be above. But, however, these are also existing in our water. So you've got the 141 unregulated chemicals plus the 119 regulated that we know about. And so it's it's pretty alarming. Um, There are certain states that have much purer water than others. Um, You can go on the website and you can find out just what state you live in, what what the quality of the water is in your municipality. You can put your your zip code in there and it'll tell you. For example, the people up in in Maine and New York, they have fantastic drinking water. It's it's really, really good. But sadly, in California, here where I live, we're, I think, the 99th worst out of 100 in the nation. Wow. Well, yeah. and it can change so quickly. I mean, I know, you know, even over the summer in my local water uh, district, something that no one expected, we had an algae bloom. And that, you know, comes up uh, unexpectedly. And so you have to do daily testing and whatnot uh, to be sure that it stays uh, healthy and, and pure. Um, you know, a lot of people are tempted to drink bottled water. And, you know, they say, well, okay, I'm not trusting the tap, but I'll try bottled water. Why is that uh, not a great solution? Well, the bottled water um, has been probably the biggest marketing coup of of our generation of of the last 10 years. Because essentially 10 years ago, people, well, 15 years ago, let's say, people weren't drinking bottled water as they do today. And, and, and that's all down to marketing and advertising. And just, just so that your listeners know that 40% of the bottled water is tap water. And a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know that. But a lot of the big boys, like the Dasanis and Aquafinas, they just take tap water and they take it to their processing. So, so they've got their, 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 their processing plants and they're just plugging into the municipal uh, water mains and they're just bottling that. They, they, you know, they filter it to some degree, but... Having said that, the filtering that they're doing is obviously, it, it's not as effective. Um, again, the Environmental Working Group did a, a very interesting study. They did a random uh, purchasing uh, expedition in 10 different water brands from nine different states. 
and they found that those waters, those bottled waters that we all know and trust, had 38 chemical pollutants in them, which is an average of about eight pollutants per, per label, per brand. And that's, that's, it's, it's pretty staggering when you think about that because we all have this, this notion of, you know, the mountain springs on the water labels of, of you know, alpine lakes and glaciers and, and all this purity that they're selling us. But in actual fact, a lot of it, a lot of it isn't as pure as they pretend it to be. Um, one, one company, for example, it's interesting. This actually shocked me. There's, there's, uh, there's one, one brand, uh, it, and this is public information, one brand called Dasani, which they actually add... Um, they actually add uh, something which is used for inmates on death row. It's called potassium chloride. They use this in lethal injections. And Kim Price, the Dasani spoke, spokesperson at the time, she said that they added it to their water to give it its clear, crisp taste. Ugh. That's, oh, pretty, that's, that's pretty staggering. <laughs> that's awful. Well, and the packaging for bottled waters, I mean, having water sit in plastic bottles can't be optimal. Is that correct? Well, you know, it, here's something that I always talk to people because I thought it was just me, Joe. But um, let me ask you if you have the same, the same feelings. So you've been sitting in your car all day and then you go to work and then you come back and the same bottle of water is sitting there in your car and it's been in the sun. And you go to drink it, and you, un- you unscrew the top, and some inherent voice deep down inside you says, no, don't drink it. I and feel you pour the it same away. Way. Have you ever done that? Absolutely. Yep. And now, what is that? Is, is, that your, is that your inner spirit, your, 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 some protective guardian angel inside you saying, this is a brew of hot water and petroleum byproducts, which is not going to do your body any good. <laughs> is, is that what you think it is? Well, you know what I think it is? I think we've all, from the moment that we learned that uh, if you put saran wrap over something and put it in the microwave, that heating oh, up God. plastic can cause it to leach chemicals. My gut has <clears throat> said, if I leave a plastic water bottle in a car where it gets hot, could the same thing happen, that heat causes some of those chemical agents in the plastics to be released into whatever liquid or food substance might be in that packaging? And, you know, in as much as that can happen in my car, I don't know what would keep it from happening on a delivery truck full of plastic water bottles. Yeah, uh, you made a very good point in, uh, with, a, with a saran wrap because, you see, saran wrap is very pliable. And the thing that makes... The, the thing that is really leaching into the bottles is, is what's called a plasticizer. Now, different plastic manufacturers, and these are, we're talking like huge mega corporations. They all have their own secret blends of plasticizers, and they, they, they're not a, they don't have to describe what's in it because it's their proprietary blends. And, of course, the thinner and the more pliable that plastic can be to the, to the, to the um, user or to the, to the bottling company, the better, because it cuts down on their weight. So this pliable plasticizer is made up of all sorts of, uh, you know, petroleum-based things which, which give it its, its, you know, its pliability. And it's, and it's these things that leach. And, and the companies will swear blind that, that nothing is leaching into uh, the water. But water is a universal solvent, and it will, it will take on whatever is around it 
you know, whether it's, whether it's petroleum-based products, whether it's uh, salts, whether it's minerals in a river, it, it all just ends up in the water as, as the water uh, flows through a river or sits in a bottle. It just ends up in the bottle. I, I would recommend it to, to your listeners, if they are going to drink bottled water, drink it out of glass. Ah, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, you know, I, I think that we've well defined the problem, and I think that, you know, it's, it's exciting to think about what you are doing with your company, and we're going to be getting into that in the next segment. So I want all of our listeners to stay with us through this quick commercial break, because when we come back, we're going to talk about Faber and his company Drink Up and the solution that they are offering. So don't go away. We'll be right back in just a moment. News, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. I'm so glad that you could join us. If you're just tuning in, let me catch you up. Our guest today is Faber Duar, and he is the CEO of Drink Up. And you can check out his website by going to www.drinkupwater.com. And during the first segment, we've been talking about some of the issues that exist uh, with the tap water and the water infrastructure here in the United States, some of the issues with bottled water and why going to bottled water isn't a great solution, besides the fact that it's monumentally expensive when compared to tap water. But Drink Up, Faber's company, has a really unique solution, and I'm excited to have him explain that to us. So, Faber, I know that your purification process is patented, but what can you tell us about how it works? Well, Jill, 
I started out with with the cons with, with the with the idea that water is such an enormously heavy product, and it seems absolutely insane in this day and age to be trucking and shipping and flying it from Fiji and around the world because a, a cubic meter of water weighs a ton. Now, if your listeners can get that into their head, they can go three feet by three feet by three feet. That weighs a ton, and and you think about shipping and and just the 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 carbon footprint of just just shipping and trucking that water around it's just it seems ridiculous so mm-hmm. what i the, what we what we've done at drink up it was we've come up with an idea that the water in our pipes is not drinkable but if it's purified to 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 such an extent which is what we've done with our machines uh, that that would that would that would be the answer so We've created these machines, which are about the size of a, of a refrigerator, and we put them on site at, at places like gyms and college campuses and heavily foot-trafficked areas. And essentially what they do is they take that municipal city water and they purify it through a patented system which, it, which incorporates um, carbon filters, which go from 10 microns all the way down to one micron. And then it goes through four reverse osmosis filters, which reverse osmosis is, is down on a molecular level. So it's taking the water down to such an ultra purity. We then take that water, and the water is um, vitalized. Now, I can't talk too much about vitalization, but what it does, basically water that is in the pipes and water that is, is in bottles, it's, it's essentially dead water. But... There's a Swiss company that we have an agreement with, and it's a patented process, and it's called Penergetics. And if any of your listeners want to look it up, it's a fascinating thing. It works very similar to the, uh, the homeopathic process, but what, what the system does is it vitalizes, it puts back the health-giving properties into the water. And we're really excited about this because we've just made an agreement with this company. And so... This water that our machines produce is not only ultra-pure water, but it's vital water. It's been vitalized. And so with this, with this solution, we feel that if we were to be able to put these all over the country, that we could cut down the 40 billion plastic bottles that are going into the landfill every year. For example, if, if a student or, or somebody at the gym were just to take their plastic bottle that they've drained and they were to put it into one of our machines and fill it up for a fraction of the cost, by the way, of, of regular bottled water. So if they filled up their, their old bottle just once, if you do the math, that would half the landfill, the plastic which goes to landfill um, every year. So that's 40 billion. If, you, if everyone just did that one time with one bottle, it would be 20 billion bottles. So it's a, it's a staggering statistic. And I, and I really feel that this is going to be the way forward for, 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 um, for the hydration, for hyd- a, a, a plausible hydration uh, choice for, peop- for people. Well, and if a, if a company, a gym, or even a, a corporation wants to put, you know, a vending machine in their, in their lounge or cafeteria, or a, a school wants to put a machine in, what do they do? What's the process for getting one of your machines? 
Um, well, they just have to contact me, which they can do through the website, which, as you as you kindly said, is it's www.drinkupwater.com. And um, there's a there's a <clears throat> there's a contact information. There's more information about the machines themselves, and there's images of the machine, and uh, a little bit more on the functionality of what they do. So they would just contact me, and uh, I would be happy to uh, discuss uh, the siding of the machine. Well, and I know the machines need electricity. Um, so what what kind of facilities do they need? I mean, can you put these outdoors? Um, you know, where are the are there any limitations as to where the machines can go? So we spent the last five years creating what we think and what we know to be the best uh, wa- uh, boutique bottled water vending machine uh, in existence. Um, my, I've got a team of engineers. We've been working on this the last three years. And so there are certain limitations because of the, 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 the tech side of things. It, there needs to be Wi-Fi available because the machine is connected to the cloud. And so I can check on any number of machines in any locations, and I can find out if uh, the filters need changing. I could, I could tell if, if there's an error in, in, some, of the, in some of the machines, <clears throat> which might be caused to uh, vandalism or something like this. So, so first and foremost, there needs to be Wi-Fi and electricity. And, of course, there needs to be a municipal water source, a tap and uh, drainage. So in, in a lot of instances where we've been putting them are in, for example, in gyms where there's four or five water fountains. We'll just take out one of those water fountains. And it's funny because when you go to a gym, I, I call the people reluctant fountain users because they look at the fountain and their bottle's <laughs> empty and they go, oh, should I really? Because there's all lime scale and it looks kind of gross and you see people coughing on them. And people, <laughs> people are so germ-phobic these days. They're, they're really reluctant to use water fountains. But so, so this would be a perfect sort of plug and play at, at one of those locations where, where an existing water fountain you know, was. That makes perfect sense. And I could see the same happening, you know, at a, a college or, or school campus. Now, you know, sometimes vending machines need maintenance. And when people put these, make decisions to put these types of machines in, that's always something that they have to be concerned with. How does DrinkUp deal with uh, machine maintenance? Well, the, the maintenance is all down to us. Um, what, once we find the site, it, we, we have a very, a very simple and um, mutually beneficial plan with a site owner. We will do a revenue share, which means we will share the profits, and we will put the machine in, pay for it, pay for all of the servicing, pay for the filters, and pay for the boosts, which we'll get to in a moment. And so the site owner, all they have to do is, is, is sit back and enjoy the extra revenue, which a school can use to put towards their environmental programs. They can buy extra books. They can, they can use the money in whatever way, shape, or form they choose. And, um, and drink up will, you know, it's, it's a plug and play. We will service it and uh, take care of everything. And, of course, they can go online onto our, onto our web portal and they can see just how much uh, revenue and how many events they're doing so they can monitor and uh, look, look forward to how much uh, checks, how much money will be sent uh, via check. That's fantastic. Now, as you mentioned, it's not just pure, clean, delicious water that comes out of your machines, consumers can also add vitamin boosts. And I think that's really cool. Talk to us about those options. Yeah, well, we're, we're really proud of, of, of what we've done with this machine. There, there's, there's water vending machines out there in the market today. 
and a lot of them, you know, come from China, and you know, they 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 come here, and they're not really that great at purifying the water. But we've literally, as I said, spent the last um, three four years um, fine tuning and building this from from the ground up. And when we looked around, we realized that th- there there's a there's a huge segment of people who want to add better for you and healthy benefits to their water, not only because they're better for you, and, and that, that segment of the beverage market is really going through the roof, but also because, um, from our point of view, we're also stopping the people from, from trashing other bottles like Gatorades and sports drinks, and, and so we're taking a bite out of all of that plastic waste by, by offering this service as well. So right now, currently, um, the boosts that we offer that you can add to your drink and so, by the way, the, the machine has an LCD touchscreen. It's very fun, and, and it's, it's a great thing to interact with. So you touch the LCD screen, and it will ask you your bottle size. And then after pressing that button, it will ask you if you want any boosts, and it will give you the choice of boosts. And right now we have um, our boosts are uh, an, electro, uh, it's a, it's an electrolyte boost, and it tastes of kiwi strawberry. It's mm. all natural, sweetened with stevia. And it's got fantastic electrolytes that we get from this uh, from this great company out in Salt Lake. They take the um, the uh, in Utah, the Great Salt Lake. They take the minerals from that, and they're sun evaporated, and we put those into into this blend. So that's a very popular one. Um, we have a protein boost, which is very popular at the gyms, and our protein boost boost is a is a it's a mixed berry. And uh, what's really fantastic about the protein boost is that it's a collagen-based protein, which means it's water-soluble. It's not, it's not like a, a whey protein, which is sort of chalky. It's, it just tastes like a really refreshing fruit drink. And within one, one bottle, you get 16 grams of uh, pre-digested protein. Now, wow. the protein is amazing because this collagen protein is, is assimilated by our bodies within 15 minutes because it's pre-digested. It's hydrolyzed. So, you know, like the, the protein shakes take up to about four hours to be assimilated. And, and I think the, the, the numbers are, the, those are only assimilated by about 60 or 70%. But this is 100% assimilated within 15 minutes, so it goes straight to work, the protein. And then we have, of course, an energy boost, which is, it's, it's, not, your, it's not your Red Bull energy, but it's just <laughs> loaded with B vitamins, which, um, which is, what, is the main component for the energy and then we have some guarana and green tea. So there's no crash. It's just a sustained energy boost. And uh, it's great for students because it aids concentration. So we, we're very fond of that one. It's a cranberry grape flavor. And we have a multivitamin boost, which we're, which we're actually, it's not in the machines yet, but we're working on because I personally hate taking all my vitamins every day. I'm not a good <laughs> pill swallower. <laughs> and so I've got, I've got one of our guys in, in one of our... Um, in one of our uh, production, the guys who produce our boost, they're 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 R&Ding it right now, and and it's going to have all the essential uh, vitamins. And so instead of having to pop all those vitamin pills, you just drink one refreshing, beautiful tasting, cool drink, and you're done for the day. That is amazing. And give us some idea of the price point. If I go up to a machine in the gym and I want to fill my canteen up, what's the what's the cost for that? Well, the costs um, the, the the costs right now in California are less than bottled water and less than the bottled bottled bought drinks, and of course the prices can be set depending on 
the sites and the demographics. For example, um, what we would anticipate doing in, in some schools is we would, less, we would make the price less because there's more students and um, there's going to be a, a higher vend rate. But um, essentially right now in a gym here in, here in California, we have um, a liter of water and we will sell that vitalized water, which is chilled to, perfectly, for 75 cents. Wow. Um, what I That's failed a lot to, cheaper. What I failed to mention, Jill, is, um, is also what we do with, with the revenue. And one of the reasons we started this, and we'll talk maybe a little bit later about it, is that we take 10% right off the top and we donate it to water.org, which is a really, I really amazing talk water journey. Yeah, yeah, I do want to get into that in a bit. We're going to take a quick, quick commercial break. But when we come back, we have much more with Faber and Drink Up. So don't go away, folks. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. I'm so glad that you're with us. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And just a reminder, Go Green Radio is just one sliver of a much bigger organization. It's called the Go Green Initiative, and it's a nonprofit organization that I founded in 2002. And we work with schools across all 50 U.S. states and in 73 countries around the world, and we help them do two things. First of all, conserve natural resources for future generations, and secondly, to protect children's health from environmental pollutants. And so if you'd like to be part of our community, please join in. Visit our website at gogreeninitiative.org. Our guest today, in case you've just tuned in to Go Green Radio, is Faber Dewar, and he is the CEO of Drink Up. You can check out their website at www.drinkupwater.com. And we've been talking about his company's unique solution to providing clean, pure, healthy water in a variety of different places using a vending machine that he has created and he's had engineers working on. And they 
not only purify the water, you can get healthy vitamin boosts. We were talking about that at the end of the last segment. Faber, one of the things that's pretty neat about your machines are the various payment options for a drink-up machine. Talk to us a little bit about how that works. Well, Jill, I'm, it's, it's an, one of the other aspects that we're really proud of with regards to our machine is the payment option. We've created some special software, and we've noticed that today, especially with the millennials and, and sort of the 18 to 35 group, there's not a lot of cash in their pockets. They're using the plastic. And um, we've created our own software, and we've put in this very interesting system, which is a biometric payment system. So when you go up to the machine, yes, you can clearly take out a credit card and swipe it and get charged 75 cents for your water. Um, but you can also create, uh, you can create a profile on the machine by just adding your email and putting in a PIN code. And then from that point on, all you have to do is put your finger on the biometric pad. So, for example, when you're at the gym, you don't really have your wallet on you. So you can just go up to the machine, choose your drink, put your bottle in, put your finger on the reader, and that payment will be made and processed through your credit card. So... We're very proud of that, and we're looking at also doing a, a near proximity uh, reader, which is you know a lot of things people carry like an Apple Pay on their phone. So we'll be able very soon also to include that in our payment uh, software. Oh, that's so cool! And for people that have like an Apple Watch with their Apple Wallet app on that's it, right. that'll be so handy. That's really cool. Now I know that yeah. DrinkUp also has a home purification system. Talk to us about that product, Faber, and how our listeners can get one. Okay, so I, I think a great, a, a great money saver for, for just people who are on a budget and also people who are health conscious, and I stress this to all my friends. I, I, I actually nag them all, the ones that haven't done it yet, <laughs> but they should have a home purification system. I have one in my house which does it, the whole house, so all the taps in the water are filtered to a fairly high degree, but then... The water that I use under my sink for my soups and for my teas and for that, I have a, it's a home reverse osmosis uh, unit which, I place, which is placed under the sinks. Now, DrinkUp will be, brand, will be branding and, uh, and selling these, but we are not up to speed on that yet. We have, a, we have a relationship with one of the American manufacturers who produce what we feel is the best unit on the market for the, for the price. It's the best bang for your buck. But if you were to go onto the Environmental Working Group website, you can, you can see a bunch of options that they, that they mention. And they're not expensive. And I can really emphasize this, especially with college students or, or people who are living in a, a situation where, where they'll say to themselves, well, I, I can't put this in because it's not my apartment. It's a really easy installation. And when they leave, they can take it with them. The average cost for a very, very good unit is about $120. And when you take in, into consideration that the average family of four will spend about $1,020, that's the average, per year on bottled water, it, it's just a no-brainer that you would just put one of these in, and you are guaranteed to have the purest water on tap right at your home. Take some reusable bottles with you, keep a couple in the fridge, and uh, just, just have them ready for on the go. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the cost savings over time. Um, I've been working with a school in a in a fairly economically challenged urban environment, and uh, 
and they were the the high school students wanted to start using reusable water bottles at the school, mm-hmm. um, and they had to convince the administrators that you know they weren't going to be bringing you know, things that weren't water in the bottles, <laughs> if you catch my drift. Um, but one of the things that they asked me to help them with was some messaging to their parents because, um, you know, their parents were the ones that were giving them money uh, to buy a school lunch, uh, to to buy bottled water on campus. And, you know, but, but their parents were balking at a $10 reusable canteen. And so we worked on some messaging to help the parents understand the cost-saving benefits. And uh, it's it's exactly what you just outlined. If you look at your, even uh, break it down into a weekly or monthly budget for what's being spent on bottled water, it's easy to see that you very quickly save money uh, and avoid that cost if you buy the reusable bottle and then put clean drinking water into it instead of you know, buying bottled water each time. So um, yeah, I think that's a great point. The convenience oh, yeah. of having to go to, you know, the big box stores and put a pallet of individual water bottles in your car. And, you know, those are heavy. And a lot of people, it's, it's, just, it's just an inconvenience uh, mm-hmm. having to buy plastic bottled water and sh- you know, schlepping it around. And You're right. It just, makes, it just makes sense to do exactly that, to have a unit and have a, a reusable bottle. And you just have, you know, untapped as much as you can drink, and I encourage people to drink a lot because, believe it or not, 70% of Americans are dehydrated and they eat when their body's telling them to drink. They don't know that, right. that, that it's their body telling them to drink, so they eat. So it's, it's a staggering statistic that 70% of us are dehydrated, and it will cause migraines, and it will cause a number of things that we think, oh, I'm just not feeling well, but in actual fact, it's just dehydration. So, you know, drink up. I hate to, hate to give myself a plug, <laughs> but drink up. <laughs> That's right. Now, we talked about this just briefly right before we went to commercial break last time about the charity that Drink Up supports, water.org. And I'd love for you to talk about why you've chosen this charity and how you support them. Yeah, it was, it was a defining moment for me when, when I found out this information about um, what's going on in, in, in third world countries and far, and far afield that we're not really aware of. And so it's also one of the reasons that I started my company, Drink Up. Um, so with, with basically there's three and a half million people who die every year because they don't have access to clean water. And out of that three and a half million people, 85% are children, eight and under. And I think that that... that it's a staggering number, and more people die from unclean water than AIDS, war, cholera, typhoid put together. And it's just wrong that in this day and age we're spending trillions on defense budgets and all this silly stuff, and that these people can't be given clean water and sanitation. But there are some very, very good um, charities out there who are, who are really, really making great headway. And one of them is water.org, which is headed by a super guy called Matt Damon. I think all your listeners are aware of him, the actor. Mm-hmm. And he actually, he's boots on the ground. He'll go, when he's not filming, he'll go out there and he'll, he'll look at the wells that have been dug. And, and none of that money, not one dime is spent on first class tickets or all that rubbish that a lot of other, you know, that some charities unfortunately do. Every penny goes to the infrastructure of building wells and, and creating uh, clean water and sanitation in, in these places. Um, so I, we're, we're honored that, that we're able to um, 
have this as part of our business model. And my CFO, my accountant, said to me, you can't donate that much money from every van. We, don't, we donate 10% of every single dollar we make. And my, my guy was telling me, you can't donate that much. I said, well, there's no point in doing this business if I can't donate that much. So he kind of crunched numbers and just tried to make it work. So I, I have a little message on the video screen after every person makes a, makes a purchase. And it's, and it's got a group of people, and, and the pictures will rotate out, but different scenarios with different people from different countries just saying thank you for donating and helping. Oh, and, that's uh, cool. Yeah, just so that they feel there, there is, there is a, uh, you know, a feel-good aspect to not just you know, getting clean water and drinking a great drink or with healthy boost, but they're also having this, you know, this, this effect, this, this ripple effect through their purchase. I love it. And I am a big fan of water.org. I think they do amazing work. And and as much as, you know, there, there was a time when Americans took our own drinking water for granted. We had, you know, the gold standard of infrastructure. And I think we, we kind of realize now that's not the case. Um, and I'm just curious what you think personally our government needs to do in order to ensure that all Americans have safe, clean water. Gosh, it, it's such a big question, Jill. I, I mean, it's the infrastructure. You know, as you as you rightly said, we were the shining example of you know the 20th century model of of how the water water system should be. Um, we've been we've been passed by now with a lot of European countries that that have much more stricter regulations and stuff, and our and. As I said before, it's going to take trillions of dollars to bring our water infrastructure up up to grade, and so it's it's a really it's a really staggering question what we're to what we're going to do. What I would suggest would be one thing: if the government truly did care about the health and well-being of of its citizens, is that they could subsidize whole house and under sink units because. Because obviously, if if you can't cure the problem in the pipes, then you need to cure it at the point where it's coming out of the pipes, and that would be in each individual home. And so, if 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 somebody is under a certain, if 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 some household is under a certain uh, income bracket, they should have some kind of uh, they should have some kind of government help subsidization that will allow them to to put one of these hundred hundred and twenty dollar units into their home so that they can have ultra pure fresh clean drinking water i think it's a it's a it's a it's a one of the most basic human rights that we have in 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 as as a nation and and it's not being met that's a really interesting idea favor and actually out of all the conversations and i go all over the country talking to people about water infrastructure i've never heard anyone suggest that that's so interesting we've got to take a quick commercial break but when we come back we have much more with favor so don't go away folks there's more go green radio right after this Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? 
Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh, yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could all tune in. You know, we just had a really great last segment with Faber, who is the CEO of DrinkUp. You can check out their website at drinkupwater.com. And we were talking about, you know, ways to get clean drinking water into every household. And he said something really important, and that is, it's so basic. We can't live without it. It's a need, not a luxury. And it's a right to have clean drinking water. It's a basic human right. And so I would encourage all of you who are listening today to think about ways that you could advocate for that, ways that you could get involved. And Faber has mentioned a great website besides his own. Uh, the Environmental Working Group um, has a great section on water quality, water infrastructure, and their EWG.org. So check it out and get involved. Faber, I want you to help us understand your personal philosophy on drinking water. I mean, you are in a business that is competing with giants. I mean, these big bottled water companies that are owned by Nestle, Pepsi, Coke, all of these huge companies. And that's a tough position to be in. What is it that drives you to do this? Well, what drives me, Jill, is my belief that drink up is a sustainable answer. It's sustainable and effective solution to the to the situation. Um, I have a belief that we can't keep burning through fossil fuels to make plastic and truck it and ship it around with that huge carbon footprint. And hopefully, I I hope to leave this world a cleaner and better place than than I came into it, and also to leave a family behind that that can be proud of my achievements. Um, I think it's, um, you know, the water lobbyists, the wa- bottled water is a $12 billion a year, just in this country, $12 billion a year in industry. They've got a lot of money um, that they give to the lobbyists to, to keep the status quo. But I think ultimately 
it's going to be a grassroots thing. It's much like what you do with your work and with your show, and thank you for what you do. I think it's amazing. Um, thank you. But it's, it's really got to be a grassroots thing, and I think once it picks up momentum, and I think once Drink Up becomes um, a, a pretty common name out there, what's going to happen is the big bottled companies are going to go, we need to jump on this if we still want to keep our finger in the industry. And, and I'm thinking that I will probably be offered a, um, you know, a, a kind of partnership or a buyout with, with one of these big boys because they want to own the game. That's, that's their business. The big companies want to own all aspects of the beverage industry. And this is going to be the way forward and the way f- to the future, and I believe they're going to want a piece of it. So, um, so uh, we'll, we'll see what the future brings, but it's really up to your listeners and the people out there to just make a difference in how they get their water. Get, get a home reverse osmosis unit. Um, start using uh, our drink-up machines, and, uh, yeah, let's make a difference. You know, a lot of our listeners are college students, and I love them because they are so passionate and they are so hungry for good information, and they tune in um, and listen to the show, and they care about the environment, and they hope to have a job someday that includes sustainability after they graduate. You have had a very interesting and colorful career yourself. Um, What advice do you have for them as they pursue both the ability to feed their their family someday, but also this need to make the world a more sustainable place? I was that college student once, and so are you, Jill. It's, <laughs> it's, it's um, my advice to them is, is stick to your dreams. We're all so enthusiastic, you know, in our college years. It's fantastic. I was just so, I was just, I was just such. A, I was just so passionate about the environment. Um, I studied marine biology, and uh, and um, you know I've had a very interesting past, as as you mentioned. Um, but I wish the I wish the EPA was run by college students. I think it'd be a lot more effective. Um, but but my advice to them is just stick to your dreams and know that each and every one of uh, of them can, they they can make a difference if they really stick to their if they really stick to their 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 dreams. Uh, and in whatever way they seem that they can make a change, they just stick to it and and go forward and just really, really, you have to really believe in the change that you can make. And believe me, my my belief at times has been so challenged because it's been a very hard road to 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 get a startup going and to get drink up off the ground. And as you know, you've you've, you've known me some time now. And um, yes, it's not easy, but you just have to persevere and, and know that. That it's gonna it's gonna work and uh, and I'm I'm really really uh, uh, excited and enthusiastic about the future for Drink Up and so that that would be my just stick to your stick to your dreams stick to your goals. Well, and I think what's great about your example, Faber, is that you know you've done a number of different jobs. For those of you who haven't Googled him yet, he's an actor. He's a Hollywood type, so Google him. He's had a great career, um, and we we love you know what you've done, but. But sometimes, if you want a green job, guess what? You have to create it yourself. And what is neat about your story is the entrepreneurial aspect of, yep, I did a lot of different things, uh, you know, throughout my career. But at the end of the day, sometimes you can join a movement, you can join a company or an organization and get paid to do something, you know, in the sustainable sustainability field. But sometimes 
that green job is the one you create. And so I love I love that pattern. You know, and one of the things that I respect so much about your company as well is that you've done your research, you've done your homework. A lot of that is reflected on your website. But even right down to the vending machines themselves, you've ensured that they meet the highest standards. And I wanted to mention um, and have you talk just a little bit about the fact that you have um, the National Automatic Merchandising Association certification for your vending machines and help us understand what's involved in that and what that certification means to the consumers who are using your machines. Well, well, thank you, Jill, for mentioning NAMA. NAMA are really a fantastic group. So what, what they are is the National Automated Retail Association. They set the standards for vending machines and automated retail in the country. And really, it's kind of like having the, the blue, the, the, the gold seal of approval on your machine. So, um, there's a lot of machines, as I mentioned earlier, that come in from China, and they're under par in, in, in what they do. But, but the NAMA seal of approval, they send an inspector, and particularly with water machines, because it is such, such an important thing where things can go so wrong if machines are selling dirty water and there's pathogens or, you know, unclean. So when you have a NAMA approval, what they do, the inspector comes out, and there's a 72-point checklist, and I mean, it's right down to, you know, the, the gaps between the folded metal has to be less than, you know, one-hundredth of an inch and crazy stuff like that. But, but more importantly, they're, they're testing the water. They're making sure that, you know, monthly that the water is, is um, it has to be, you know, incredibly clean. I think it's less than 10 parts per billion of dissolved solids, which are basically salts in the water. The, the certification of, by the way, the certification of, of vended water has to be purer than that of bottled. Bottled water doesn't even have any certification. There's no one checking for purity. There's no wow. governing body that actually checks bottled water. Can you believe that? The FDA no. took a blind eye to it. Um, wow. But anyway, so, so NAMA are, in, are a great group, and um, th- it's kind of just letting people know out there that they can contact them and they can find out just how authentic and how, how, um, how pristine the water is that comes out of a NAMA certified machine. Well, Faber, that is, that's impressive. That's, uh, you know, exactly what I would expect from you and, and your continued pursuit of excellence. It's been great having you on the show, and I really urge our listeners to get out on your website at drinkupwater.com. Check out the machines. Encourage your gym, your college, your school, your cafeteria to include one of these machines as part of their lineup. Um, I want to thank you all for tuning in. We're going to be here same time, same place next week with more Go Green Radio. And until then, have a wonderful week and do something in your life to go green. Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week.